0: If, you, uh, if you've been watching TV long enough for a few for the past week or so, or maybe since Thanksgiving, you have been watching all the Christmas movies that are coming along already, like What's a Wonderful Life and, and all those good movies that, that are the Christmas. But there's a movie that, that one of my, my I, like, that I like to watch, is The, the, the Grinch Who Stole Christmas. A- amen. A- 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 and that story, and The Old Grinch, uh, who lives in, uh, uh, alone with his dog, high above Hooville, uh, you know? And, and uh, he, he needs Jesus. That's what he needs. He is a lonely guy up there, living by himself. But in Hooville, you know, he plots to spoil Christmas for the people of the village. But even after that grant steal their presents and decorations, the people in Hooville proceed with their joyous celebration nonetheless. Their grateful singing leads the Grinch to repent and return everything that he have taken. And even though he have committed against the people of Whoville, they invited him and welcomed him to join them in the difference between, you know, join them in, in Whoville in spite of all that he have done to them. They still welcome the, the green guy into their life. And I'm not talking about that guy from Star Wars. What's he called? Uh, 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 Yoda. I'm not talking about that guy. I'm talking about the Grinch. The Grinch. And, uh, and, uh, and he, they welcome him into their, their, their home, their town. And the people of Whoville are, are an illustration of the difference. Because you know what? He realized that what he was stealing from them was not based on what they have materialistic stuff. But because there's a difference between happiness and joy. There's a happiness between ha- happiness and joy. Even, even when all their possessions were stolen, no one could take away their joy. And how many of that is so true in life? That, that there's a difference between happiness and joy. Things can make you happy for a moment. But there's joy that comes from when the, when the Spirit of God and God gives into your life that nobody can take away from you. You know what, and there's an old song that we used to sing, this joy that I have, the world didn't give it to me. And how many of you are so true to that, that the joy that you have this morning, the joy that we should have, is a joy that comes from God, not comes from things that the world gives to us. Can I get man in the house of God this morning? You see, joy and happiness are two different things. I can be happy because I had a good day at work. Or because someone told me a funny joke. Or, or because the weather is great for fishing. Can I get an amen? But, but joy runs deeper than that. It can be joyful even when I'm not happy at all. Even when I've lost everything. Even when I don't feel great. I can still have joy in my life because joy comes within my spirit. Joy comes something deep in my life that no one can take away from me. And, and it only comes from God. See, and, and I believe that that's the problem with today's society and, and people in the world. They, they believe that happiness and, 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 and comes from the things that we have and you know, nothing wrong with being blessed. Nothing wrong with having things. Nothing wrong with if you're able to have it and, and God prosper you and God bless you. But on the same time, we got to be careful that we don't find ourselves thinking that materialistic stuff, that material stuff is going to fulfill our happiness, going to make us happy. When in reality, the only happiness that comes is the joy that is in our heart that comes from the Spirit of God and what God has for us. And this is what becomes so dangerous in our time today, this time of the year, where people are looking at things and compare things. And you know what? And we've got to be very careful that, that there is a difference between happiness and joy. Happiness is an emotion. It's a, it's a temporary feeling. You know, um, uh, but true joy is, is an inherent sense of well-being and satisfaction that have a source, source in God. In other words, it's connected to the things of God. That it's not connected to, to stuff in the world and, and around me and, and, and what I can obtain and how much can I have. You know, that's why people have a lot of things, a lot of stuff, because they, the more they accum- accumulate in their life, they think that's fulfillment. When reality, you know what, it's the joy of God that we should have in our heart. And you know what I'm learning? The older I'm getting, the, the, more, the less stuff I need, <laughs> You know what? The older I'm getting, I said, Well, I'm holding to that because the older you're getting, you realize, you start to realize that, that your dependency comes in God more than anything else. That, that you start to realize that God is the foundation of my life. That God is the, that who have sustained my life. You know what? And the older I'm getting, the more God I need. You, you, you will think the older you're getting, the more, the more smarter you're getting. You know what? And that might be the case in some cases. But, but in reality, the older I'm getting, I feel like the less. I, I I know in the more of God I need in my life to depend upon him to guide me and to direct me every footstep, every footstep of my life, that he is the source in my life, that nobody else can take his place. It is God alone that I depend upon. Glory al Senor. Amen. And, and, that's what, and, and that's what and that's what's exciting that we can trust in God. Walk in God. You know, in, in our text this morning, God imparts true joy to some common shepherds. And, you know, as Pastor Eric was singing, I was thinking about that as already. That who were simply going through their business, guarding their sheep through the night. After we take a look at God's impartation of joy in 2,000 years ago, we'll answer two questions concerning The joy God desired to impart to us today. And the book of Luke chapter 2 tells a story starting with verse 8. It says, In the same region there were shepherds on the field keeping watch over their flock by night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with great fear. And the angels say to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you who will find a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes and laying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angels a multiple of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on the earth peace among those with whom He is pleased. When the angels went away from them into the heavens, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord hath made known to us. And they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the baby laying in a manger. And when they saw it, they made known the saying that they have been told them, Concerning this child, and all who heard it, wondered at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured up all these things, pondering them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for they had heard and seen as He had been told to them. I want to take a moment just to break down these scriptures here, because I believe that this speaks to us a lot, even two thousand years ago. That that it makes us realize that our joy that we have, the joy that we have is, is available to us and for everyone else, that we can find hope, that we can find restoration, that we can find reconciliation in our life because the joy that we have is not based on materialistic stuff, but it's based on a relationship that we have with the living God because having a relationship with the living God changes the perspective or people's view how life we're supposed to live on and how we're supposed to treat one another, respect one another, care for one another. It is the love and the joy that comes within See, what brings us joy this Christmas? See, the joy of the shepherds is evident, isn't it? You saw it when we read it. And the source of their joy comes from the miraculous encounter that they have just had with God. They had an encounter with God. Listen, when you experience an encounter with a living God, my friend, there is a change in your life. There's a transformation in in your life. You can't have an encounter with God and remain the same. You can't have an encounter with God and still talk the same, walk the same. When you experience a true encounter with God, there's a transformation. There's a change. The way you talk, the way you walk, the way you conduct yourself, there's a change that happens. Where you have an encounter with God. These angels had a miraculous encounter that they have just that they had with God. I'd like to propose to you today that the shepherd's source of joy is our source of joy today. And, and, and this great announcement of the birth of Christ is just as much for you and for me as it was for them as well. This announcement that the the Savior is born, that the child is born. I don't know about you, but I I believe so in my my spirit that Jesus is born. And and he was born 2,000 years ago. And he was born to save our lives and turn our lives around. You see, uh, let me just break it down for a moment here. We know that God is here. We know that God is here. The angel gave the shepherds a sign. He said, you will find a baby wrapped in cloth and laying in a manger. And what did the shepherds find? Scripture says, for unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. This is a God wrapped in human flesh. Now, I want you to understand for a moment. This God, it was wrapped in human flesh. God is here. He arrived on the scene. When the shepherds looked into the eyes of the child, they were looking into the very eyes of God. Come on, somebody. The joy, the comfort, the assurance of knowing that God is here, that, we, that He really cares, that He is reachable, and He's touchable, and knowing is causes for rejoice, that the God that over 2,000 years ago, He came to earth, That we can understand that he cares about each one of us. God was there and he is here now. And to glad that God is here now. It's not just songs that we sing about. It's not just a Christmas play, a children's play. No, it is a real understanding that the Savior is here to save my life and save your life and turn your life around. That is something to rejoice in the presence of God. See, God was, with, God was there with them, and he's here now. God, God was just as reachable and touchable and knowledgeable in, in the year, year 2000 as he was 2000 years ago. You know what, 2000 years ago, he's still reachable today. In 2020, you can still get a hold of God. See, once when Jesus was with his disciples, he told them about the death that was soon face, and the disciples became upset that Jesus will soon be in them. But Jesus reassured them and us with his words. They said to himself, what do you mean you're going to be crucified? What do you mean you're going to be gone? But Jesus told them in John chapter 14, verse 16, it says, I will ask the Father and he will give you another helper to be with you forever, even the spirit of truth who the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him. You know him, for he dwells with you and he will be in you. See, if you are Christ's follower, Christ, the whole God, the Holy Spirit, should be just as real to you as God the Son was the shepherds many years ago. We have joy because... We know that God is here. Man, that's what we have, joy. Joy comes from what God gives your life and gives us hope and, and gives us change and, and transforms our life. I mean, I mean, how many people you've talked to? I've talked to people. Man, they, they get on material stuff and get on drugs and get, you know, because they, they think that f- brings fulfillment. No, fulfillment comes from God. We know that God saves. Even though the shepherds were among the lowest in the culture of Jesus' day, God extended to them a personal invitation to come and see Jesus. Think about it for a moment. The shepherds were not, no, according to that time, there were no one significant. There were nobody important. They were just shepherds out there taking care of the sheep. And, And as we see here that, that Jesus appeared to the shepherds, I mean, God, that the angel appeared to the shepherds out there in the field. Announcing the birth of Christ. Nobody important. No one significant. What is the message God is bringing to our ears this morning? It is, that it is the message the angel brought in that says, a Savior has been born. Ain't you glad to know that that, that the message of hope that the Savior is born not only just to the good people. Come on, somebody. Not only to the rich people or whoever. But the message of hope is for every individual. It doesn't matter where you come from. It doesn't matter what you've been through. It doesn't matter if you're going through all kinds of problems. That God is available to each one of us. If you come from the wrong side of the tracks or the right side of the tracks. It doesn't matter if you're black, white, or Hispanic. The gospel of salvation is for every person. Woo! Gloria, praise God. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. The message of hope is for each individual. You know what? It's not just for the elite. It's just not for this group of people or this kind of group of or individuals. It's for everybody who hears the gospel or the message of hope that people can receive Christ, that can receive restoration in their life. You know what? They might be going to hell, but because one called upon Jesus, he answered and saved them. That's what the angel was telling them. A Savior has been born for everybody. Listen, that should be something that brings joy to our hearts. That should be something that brings us hope into our lives. That this Savior is born for everyone. You see, It is the message that God invaded our planet in the person of Jesus, that Christ, so that he will save us from our sins and save us from ourselves and save us from that wickedness and death and, and trouble and chaos that surround us you know what? All of us are facing something on one kind of another. We all have all kinds of problems. We all are facing one kind of sickness in our life. You know what? We're all facing something in our life that, that it can cripple us. But, but the good news is that it doesn't matter how big, how small, how complicated it might be. Your situation right now, there, you can turn it to Jesus. You can turn it to God. He can take it with him. He can, he can restore your life. He can bring hope to your situation. It is the power of the Lord. It is Jesus. You know, we know that God, God's promises are our truth. That God's promises are true. You know, in the past year you've seen sometimes a polit- political candidate who wishes to be, wishes to return to office and will say, I stand on my record. Somebody have not done real good on their record. Our faith stands on the record that God has done on the record of promise keeping kept ain't you glad that God kept his promises ain't you glad that that you can take it to the bank like they say that you you can you, you can you can depend on the word of God you can depend on the Lord because he keeps his promises his promises are yes and amen listen that's the promises of God see faith comes by hearing the word of God and discovering that God keeps his promises this birth of Christ shall have been foretold by God many hundred of years before the event actually took place. It was a promise. He promised many years ago through the prophets. You know what? And, and, the, and the promise was fulfilled. In other words, God keeps His promises. It may not be when you want it, it, has, it, might, it might be like how you like it. But I tell you what, God keeps His promises. If God promised you something, he will do it. I remember hearing stories about a mother praying for their child to give her heart to Jesus. For, and she prays and prays and prays. And, you know, he never comes around. And, and she passes away and goes home to be with the Lord. But I tell you what, that promise is still there. And then years later, the son comes to real, realize that he gives his heart to the Lord. You know, God still fulfill his promise. We might not see it with our own eyes. We might not see it that moment. But if God promised you, God fulfill it. Because it's not in our time. It's from God's timing. The prophecy says in Isaiah chapter 7 verse 14, "Said Therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and shall be called his name Emmanuel. God's promise that Jesus will, will come and He will and He come exactly as promised. God has promised eternal life to all who have placed their faith in Jesus. God has promised every spiritual blessing in Christ. God has promised us home with Him, where we'll dwell with Him forever. Aren't you glad? This life that we're passing right now is just temporary. If you're watching me online. This real life, this life that we're going through right now, is temporarily. Yes, you might live a good life, and if the God's gracious to you, you might live a long life. But in reality, we're just passing through. You know what? My destination is not live here forever. I don't want to stay here forever. I want to stay in the presence of God. I want to go to heaven one day and be eternity and spend eternity forever in the presence of God. See, 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 20 says this. For all the promises of God find their yes in Him. That is why it is through Him that we are utter our amen to God for His glory. And if God promises, you, you, it's yes. And for this reason, we have joy this Christmas. Pastor Eric, come on. And that is the reason we have joy this Christmas. You know, how, how should we respond to joy? See, we're going to just sit here and do nothing, or we just you know there's some that needs to take place in our lives in response to joy that God has brought us. Of course, we're going to respond. But you know what, How do we respond to joy? Number one is to accept it. to accept it. You know, joy. God brings that joy when he when, when he announced to the shepherds that the Savior is born joy to the world. It's going to be joy. You know what? How do we receive that? It's by opening our hearts and accept the joy in our lives. The past couple of days I've been talking to an individual who's been in our, men, in our property here, a homeless individual and I've been talking to him and witnessing to him and telling him by the Lord and helping him. He, he found himself lost. He found himself that there is no hope. He found himself a successful man in his younger, de- in younger years. He had a great business, a, a wife, a child, lost everything because he got, he thought, I, I, I thought drugs and I thought alcohol was my fulfillment and I've lost everything. And the more I get to know him, the more I get to talk to him, the more you realize that what he was missing, it was it's Mrs. Jesus. He's missing Jesus that he can turn his life around. And, but you know what? That joy that he's looking for, he needs to accept it. He needs to receive in his life and realize that, that, that the only hope, that the only hope is Jesus. You know, I surprise that on, suppose that on Christmas morning, I wake up, I wake up, and Teresa gives me a little box. There's a key inside for my Toyota Tundra. Four-wheel drive. Red or black is fine. I open that box, and I'm going to go, oh, that's nice. Put it to a side. You're nuts. I will grab that box, take that key out. Go crank it up and go show it off to Brother Ron Wilson. (laughs) Look at my new truck. But but you know what? To her, it's that I, I accepted it. You know? And that's what happens with life. With the joy the Lord has for us, we need to accept this joy that God has for us. We need to open our hearts and our spirit to realize that god is for us and god is faithful and the good news for us today is this that a savior is born for all of us and some of you have witnessed the glorious transformation in your life when you open your heart to jesus you've seen how god have transformed your life how god have transformed your home and how god have transformed your marriage i will perfect know but God in our side makes it much better we can go through it with the lord in our side